0: Pastor Anton here, there are so many facets of leadership and we all want to get to know what they are, but how do we recognize genuine leadership and how do we move in that direction? We'll answer that question and so much more. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth Podcast. Together, we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear His voice, move in His direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton LaSala. Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Anton, and I'm so excited to doing this show. You know, we're always keeping Jesus centered in our lives with a goal in mind to hear God's voice, to move in his direction and eventually help others do the same. That's the whole goal here, folks. We just want to hear his voice. We want to move in his direction and eventually help others do the same. Some might say, well, Pastor Anton, I'm not hearing God's voice. As a matter of fact, I feel like the walls are caving in on me and I don't see a way of escape. I don't see a window or a door. I just see walls. Now that's the enemy's. That's the enemy's doing. He wants us to feel that we uh, to feel that way, so that we would give up and, and feel like God is not around. Let me encourage you today with the words of Paul: God has not forsaken us or left us alone. And I love the scripture. It says this. If God be for us, who can be against us? I want you to let that sink into your heart today. If God be for you, who can be against you? What a promise. If we believe in Jesus, then God is for us and not against us. And when we understand that, as a revelation on the inside of us, we're going to hear his voice. We're going to move in his direction. And then we're going to eventually help others do the same. Yeah, but the walls feel so real. I understand. Sometimes the walls for me are real. What's more real, though, is God's promises or the temporary walls that seem to be barreling down on us let's remind ourselves of God's protection and breakthrough of Psalm 91. I love the first first four scriptures. It says there, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the from the perilous pestilence. He's going to cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you're going to take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. The truth is this, that the word of God is the final authority. No matter what feelings you're going through, when you see these walls, God is breaking through for you if we just keep him in mind. So when we realize the words of God is the most powerful thing to believe, the walls will start moving back and freedom will come to our souls. See, God's word is our protection when things get shaky. So another book that offers protection is the book of Ephesians. And I was led to do this, 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 this talk because I really believe that the book of Ephesians is something that we got to get a hold of and get a revelation of so that we can walk out what God has for us in our lives. In the studio today, to continue this conversation and sort things out, we have Monica and Jason Louder. Welcome, you two. How are, how are things going?
1: Good, 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 good. How are things going with you? <laughs> <laughs> They're doing, I'm doing great.
0: I'm doing awesome. I'm so glad that you're here with us again, doing this program, and I just believe that the insight that you both have, um, whether it be collectively or individually, as far as leadership is is, is concerned, is going to be is going to bring great value to people who are listening today. So, just a reminder: the Book of Ephesians, again, first three chapters is 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 the. The wealth or the rest that we have with God, uh, chapters four and five, we're talking about that here. Uh, is how we walk out our relationships, how we walk out in our lead- in our leadership, and then chapter six talks about how we can stand against the enemy when he comes against us. So, you know, Monica and Jason, last time we talked about this in chapter four, we talked about how, you know, we're, we can walk out are individual fruits. You know, we all have gifts and callings, um, and it's all to benefit the body of Christ. It's not to bring us down, but it's to bring us up. And that takes leadership. Um, And and, and I asked the question last time, uh, when did you know, Monica and Jason, when did you know you were a blessing or you were edifying the body
2: of Christ. Well, So I knew I was a leader a couple times in my younger years when I was on dance team and everybody was down in the dumps because they didn't think they could win this huge competition. And I went home Brought in Rocky music, put it on the bus as we went to the competition, and I revved everybody up and said, "We can do this as a team." Blah blah blah, and guess what? We won. Yeah. So that, and then in when I was in um, physical therapy school, we had to get together in groups, and for some reason, I just always took the lead. So I knew it was there, and then we um, together we did some leadership with. A bunch of groups at our church but it wasn't until just recently that i felt what was it that you asked about the fullness of being a leader
0: yeah it's just knowing that you are a blessing
2: blessing it's when we um are helping with a church getting launched and we were not asked to lead and i'm um, just being human at at first you're like oh And you get a little prick, but you're like, wait a second, that's okay. That is okay. Because honestly, for the first time, I felt that I was a blessing because we're still leaders, but we're leaders in a servant in a serving capacity. And doing that, we're taking a step back, but we're still leaders because we are helping others who are in new positions of leadership encourage them build them up offer suggestions get their back well we take a back seat but really you're not taking a back seat it's just a different type of leadership and that is it, it's taught me a lot and it's just been a really good experience because as there's seasons in your life and it even says that in the book of Ecclesiastes. let's say it right um, that there's a season for every oh, there's a season for everything, and it's just been a great experience, and I'm so glad the Lord has blessed us this way so that we can experience it and we can give in a different capacity, but still lead.
1: It's good, Jason. Yeah, you know it's an interesting question, and the whole time you were asking and Monica was answering, I was thinking, you know, I was I was just thinking about how I was going to answer that question. And, you know, I think what I really came up with was this, is that, you know, my whole life I've been an encourager. Everyone yeah. would always call me an optimistic. Jason's the optimistic, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, And although I didn't identify myself with a, you know, a name tag that said Jason's a leader, I did, I do, though, recognize several times in my life where I have been that encourager. I've been lifting people up that were down. I've been... Seeing the people that were a little down on their luck, they'd say, or you know, a little bit frustrated with it, and I was encouraging them. and and those are all, I think, things that I was doing as a leader where I didn't even see myself or recognize myself as a quote unquote, leader. I was just executing the 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 characteristics of a leader, right? It wasn't until later in my life when I was put into some positions to actually lead. That I realized that oh yeah I'm instituting those same tactics that I used in high school or in you know college or in some of the other endeavors that I was on where I was actually leading so I I think I don't know that there was a specific moment that I could switch the light on and say aha that was the date and time like when I had a reawakening with Christ I know the date and time it happened but when it comes to the leadership side of things I think Monica you hit it right the nail on the head because Although we've led, we led a, a very large, for a, a great ministry, we led a very large um, First Impressions team that had, you know, four church, greeters and and the bookstore and the ushers and the information desk and the cafe and all these. And, and we would encourage, and it was our job, our responsibility to kind of pump them up and get them excited because this is the morning, right? Not a lot of people are morning people. You got to get their coffee in them. <laughs> Encourage them. And we would stay up the night before, two nights before, and we would get a Bible verse. And we'd say, okay, what's the verse that we're going to use to inspire the rest of the people on our team? And we called them leaders, right? We want to inspire the rest of the leaders on our team. And we became more cheerleaders than, than like, you know, you, sometimes you think of a leader as, like, the general in the army as a leader. That wasn't the kind of leadership we were displaying. We were displaying the kind of leadership that was encouraging others to, to you know, really be a blessing to the body. So, right. so we had to get them encouraged because we knew that truly, that yes, there's a pastor that's standing on stage and a lot of people would look at him and say, oh, that's the leader of the church. But I, I might argue with you and say, it might be that greeter that meets the person right when they walk through the door yes. for the very first yes. time, because they're putting the people in the mindset that they need to be able to receive the word of yeah, God. That's the good. pastor is delivering the message, right? But that greeter that's smiling, some of that person that's getting somebody that cup of coffee, that person, they're really leading. They And that's what we were doing is we were inspiring them. And then to fast forward to what you said, Monica, you're right, it was this new occasion that we happened to get ourselves into where we're not the quote unquote lead of that specific team, we're serving. Right. We're just straight up serving, but we can lead from a servant's role. And later on in Ephesians, and I'm not trying to fast forward too much, there, there's a verse in there that talks about God doesn't see any difference between the the earthly whatever you call somebody that's the the CEO and the somebody that's the servant, the master and the servant. He doesn't see any difference in those two people. Right. God doesn't see it. We do as humans down here, right? But He doesn't see any difference. So we should probably check ourselves a little bit if we try to think we're better than somebody else right. or any of those kind of things. It's like, you know what? God doesn't see it that way.
0: Yeah, so in leadership then, when you're encouraging people and you're doing the things that you're doing to help others or promote others, you know, there's there's a joy that comes. I don't know about you, but there's a joy that comes to me when someone says, you know what? Thank you for that word. Thank you for for lifting me up today. I really needed to hear that word from you today. And I'm sure that's exactly what you were doing with your, with your groups, yeah. uh, with, with leadership in, that, in those groups, because they would probably would come to you and say, hey, thank you, thank, I, I needed to hear that, that specific word that you had, that scripture that you read, or, or that in, those encouraging words. And that's what this Bible is all about, folks, mm-hmm. because when we understand our calling and we understand where our purpose is to do the will of God, there's a fulfillment that comes. And I want you to, I want you to hear the scripture here in verse 13. Till we come to the unity, because see, some are some are called to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors to equipping the saints to edifying the body of the Christ, until we come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge or the full discernment of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. There's the result. The result is Jesus living on the inside of us fully. I mean, just expounding on the outside of us, helping other people do the will even further than what we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, as a pastor, I might be given the word like you said, Jason, but as a leader, you're getting into the nitty gritty and you're helping people understand more. And even you Monica, when you're when you're in the workplace, you're leading in the workplace. You know, they're not seeing the doctors, but they're seeing someone that's close enough to to a doctor, right? right. And and they're getting those encouraging words. They're getting those those words that they they need, right?
2: Exactly. I found actually with my patients and this is all the Lord, they do so well. And the big part of it is maybe they don't always do is well, I do exercise them a lot, but let's say it's the listening, it's the compassion, it's talking to them. And I know it's a, it's not me, it's the Lord's spirit coming through me. So these people feel comfortable, they trust me, uh, they're encouraged and the outcome is so much better than if you just go in there and okay do this this and this but it's because the Lord
1: you you know what let me I, I want to brag on you for a second too, Monica because you know as, as I see you as a physical therapist and helping people one of the things that you do and you don't even know that you do this a lot of time is you give them hope right mm-hmm. you give them hope mm-hmm. like yes. where they've been discouraged and their family has maybe been disgruntled because they're they're, they're frustrated, they can't walk like they used to walk or they can't do this, and the doctor told them, oh, it's gonna be 10 weeks of you da-da-da-da-da. Know, and you come in with your positive attitude and the Lord's light shines through you in a way that's just amazing because I keep hearing success story after success story because you've walked in, you've given them hope, you've laid out for them what you're gonna do. So you've been clear with the instructions, right? That you made the assignment crystal clear and then you give them hope and then you encourage them through that entire process and then you come home you know sometimes she's seen for a few weeks sometimes whatever it is but you'll come home and you'll be like yes she's walking right and it's because you've led them to that process you've walked them through it and you're just doing it really sharing the glory of god with them and it happens to be that your vocation and your work is as a physical therapist but The reason I think that you have as much success with your patients as you do is because the light of the Lord is shining through you and you're following biblical principles on leading them.
0: You know, and that's what this is all about. It's all about getting results, right? We all want results, whether it be in the body of Christ, whether it be in our workplace, whether it be in our families, we're all looking for results. And that's why I love the book of Ephesians because verse 14 says this, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro carried with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting but speaking the truth in love and that's what you do Monica may grow up into all things into him who is the head Christ and that's what we're doing here you know if you're listening today and you're saying well I don't know what my part is again let me encourage you find out what your part is just ask, ask God. God, what's my part in the body of Christ? How do I, how do I help myself? How do I help my family? How do I help uh, uh, people around me know Jesus a little better? And, and when you have that desire to serve other people, God's going to reveal Himself to you. He's going to give you the purpose and the plan if you just come to Him, just willingly show up. And allow God to do a great work in your life. All right. So,
1: but the end result, you want to say something? I, I just do. I want to throw this in there because it's so good, and 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 it came from somebody that's close to you too. That um, one of your family members that said in a message, "Just do something, like for the Lord. Just do something. Serve in some little way. And when you do that, when you humble yourself down and you just do a little something, I mean." For me, it was being an usher one Sunday a month. And through that process, I just did something and I was not comfortable doing it. I had to get a little comfortable of being uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden is when it really started to to go. and, And there's like, well, do you want to do two Sundays a month? Well, is there's this other opportunity here, and, and God kept putting opportunities in front of me and then us to be able to lead, and it didn't start out because I said I wanted to lead, I just needed to do something for the Lord. So I'd encourage listeners that are out here, they could do something, volunteer somewhere, do something for the Lord, but do it for the will of the Lord, not for man, do it for the Lord, and watch what He does in your life.
0: It's really good, really good, thank you, Jason verse 16 says for whom the whole body joined knit together by what by every supply according to the effective working of which every part does its share it's just like you're talking about causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love now that word love is agape love we're doing this in agape love and and some of us you know are, are trying to understand wrap our our heads around how to lead how to how to do the things that we need to do in the body of Christ and, and you know what don't try to figure it out don't try to figure it out uh Jason has some wisdom there just do something and then when you do something God's gonna do the rest he'll show you the way now the enemy's gonna come and he's gonna try to you know pull you off the road but that's why Paul is is uh is encouraging the body christ in verse 22 that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and i think this is so key here if you want to be the leader you need to renew your mind to the word of god and how to lead and it says here verse 24 that you put on the new man, which was created according to the to according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Now that word put off really means to remember. So we could read it this way. Remember the new man, which was created according to God. In true righteousness and holiness. I think that we're losing that simple concept. That if we understand who we are in Christ again, who created us, and how He's equipped us, then automatically we're going to see God do His good, pleasing, and perfect will. When it, in terms of our leadership, whether it be in your family, whether it be in your workplace, in church. But that's what this is all about, is finding that knack, finding that place, and then realizing that God's going to equip you to do it good. So I have a question for you, for the Louders. Why do you think that this is so important when it comes to leadership in the body of Christ hey everyone subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes for more information go to discovergraceandtruth.com if you want to receive an email reminder you can sign up there as well thank you so much for listening today we hope that this episode reminded you that God loves you, he is for you, and he is ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to his power that works in you. We love you, and we'll catch you next time.